What is up, everyone? It is the 19th of April, 2022. My name is Joshua Ulig, and I'm here with my best friends and co-hosts, Park Christ and Vanya Kokoskov. On today's show, we will be discussing what the most overrated mainstream sport is, the NBA playoffs and some awards, the NHL as one of the Capital One match featuring some NFL greats. This is the JVR Show, and we hope you enjoy. Good afternoon, lads. Park, Vanya, what is on y'all's minds today? Man, got a pretty busy couple weeks ahead of me with exams, but uh, was able to get away last week and go to Keystone. Uh, spent a couple nights up there and watched the Slush Cup, which was a great amount of fun. What's the Slush Cup? Um, so it's during their closing weekend, uh, like ceremonies and events, they have a rail jam and pond skimming. I was actually signed up to do the pond skimming, but uh, conflict of interest, I ended up going to a Rockies game instead. Uh, I, I think I'll do the same thing, even though I'm not a big baseball guy, but you know, I pick a live, a live sports event over anything though. So, but, um, yeah. Baseball? Of course, baseball. Baseball has got to be one of the worst sports on earth. I mean, that is boring. You just sit there. You really picked baseball over doing a slush cup? Yeah, I mean, with baseball, I I sat in the club seats, had myself a couple beers, watched uh, some foul balls hit some people in the head. So, I mean, it could be any better. (laughs) No argument there. (laughs) I'll give you the foul ball piece, and I won't talk about how old you are. But I think that that kind of leads us into our first discussion here. I mean, me and Bonnie were talking the other day, and basically or the NBA playoffs are kind of starting this week, and I had not been able to watch basketball at all this season. I mean, it just feels so overrated. Yeah, um, again, as I told you many times, it is not. All right? Why? So, okay, so give me your reasons why you think it is. Well, look, I had a few things to say to you. Basketball is most definitely the most overrated sport, mainstream sport, in America right now. I mean, you watch a regular season game, you could miss the first 45, 50, 60, 70, 82 games of the season, and you would still be fine. I mean, if I told you at the beginning of the season who was going to be, be making the playoffs and who would be contenders, it's the same five teams every year, plus I, or minus the Lakers. That plus, I don't even need to watch a game before the fourth quarter. I mean, everything happens 25-point uh, lead this, 28-point lead that, 12-point lead this, 12-point swing that. I mean, baseball or basketball games, you don't even need to turn it on until, until the fourth quarter, and you'll still miss or you'll still be watching most of the game and most of the exciting stuff. I mean, thirdly, it is just so soft. The NBA, I mean, maybe 20 years ago I could have watched it, but right now players just falling around, flopping around. Did you see that game yesterday where they, the first, the whole entire first half was just flopping around here, flopping around that, that Philly-Toronto game? I mean – it's just so hard to watch. Yeah, I actually, I actually missed that game. But okay, so what do you want? What you want them to kill each other out there? I'm I don't know. I don't know. Them to saying, kill man. each other. I'm looking for them to just battle a little bit and let the refs let them play on, not being so soft and giving out fifty thousand dollar fines for talking to fans. All right. Well, okay. I'll give you this. You know how much money they're getting? 
So if they if they play a little bit, if they play like they played in the eighties and the nineties, those guys these guys wouldn't survive playing fifty games, right? And then teams are playing teams are paying them fifty million a year. Curry's getting like forty four million, and he's he's missed like twenty eight games or however many he's missed. And imagine if they're playing even harder, like if they allow hand checking or when you go up for a layup, they can like slam you down. Way more injuries. All the, the best players will probably be injured for like half the season. Would you want to? Would you still? You would watch more of that then. I just think it would be a little bit more exciting. I mean, I feel like there's some of the foul calls are a little soft for um a little for soft. The, a lot soft for what they you. should be. You can still stay healthy and not be injured um, without flopping and getting these lame foul calls. Um, like you can play somewhat hard without being injured. Like a, a normal foul slapping on the hand isn't going to break your wrist. You'll be okay. Exactly. Those, those flops are what's uh, kind of killing. I think yesterday's game even, did you see the um, foul differential between the two teams? What game? In the, the Philly Toronto the Philly Toronto game. Yeah, actually, I missed that game. I watched like the, I, I watched like the first quarter and uh, I, I have to go do something. But I mean, okay, but do you think Toronto even has a chance in that? Like, I don't know. I don't know what, where. I mean, at the beginning of the series, I would have said yes, but I just think that the the star power of James Harden and and Joel Embiid is just kind of tough. Um, I just really think that the, the the sport of basketball is so overrated compared to like football. The NFL is just so much fun. We got so much action going on the whole year. Drafts coming up. Free agency was a blast. The Super Bowl is amazing this year. It's so exciting. Like, you never know what's going to happen. Any team can win at any time. You got overtime, crazy overtimes. Regular season, every single game matters. They're not benching any players for a game to get them rest. No, those players are playing their hearts out every single game of the season. And so I will turn on basketball games, but it's just I don't understand why the general public – watches that sport okay well you got to also take it into consideration nfl games there's 17 per team right nba there's 82 games that's a lot on your body and you're playing nba you're, you're playing basically 24 minutes you're kind of playing non there's a bit there's some timeouts but you're playing like a minute but you're playing you're playing non-stop and then you have a 15 minute halftime and you're playing non-stop again all right and you're football, hold on let me finish all right in football the game, the, the actual game, 15-minute quarters, four quarters, that's 60 minutes. The game lasts like four hours. They're on and off the whole time. Well, the thing is with football is uh, the impact of these players hitting each other is the equivalent of two Mack trucks hitting each other Thank pretty you. much. And uh, it takes so much more of a physical toll on the body. That's why there is only those 17 games plus, uh, plus the playoffs and Super Bowl. But – I mean, it just it feels a little bit more like fast paced than uh, basketball. Like there's just more going yeah, on. You're not gonna tell me that there's more that there's more stoppages in football than basketball. Basketball, they maybe play for a minute, and it's whistle, balls going out of bounds. And okay, it's out of bounds, and then they go to commercial, and then they got another foul, and then they're just complaining to the refs, and then someone gets a technical foul for like laying on the ground. Or talking to a fan, or hanging on to the rim, even though they're they can't stop. Them. That I agree with you. That I, the, that game, that one, that 
they called out so many times in uh the March Madness. That that one guy, I don't even remember the, remember the game, but like the guy with hung it for like two seconds. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, at the end of the game, end of the game, last two minutes, you call a technical foul on a guy who's going for a dunk. He's got all the momentum swinging forward, and he had to hang on the rim just so he like start starts to get stationary, exactly. and the ref gives him a technical foul. That one I, I'll give you. But and so are you gonna tell me that like? The UFC is soft because they're only playing 15 minutes. Well, they're fighting each other. Yeah, yeah that's basically like... what football is, too. They're hitting each other full speed. They're getting concussions, probably arguably worse than some MMA fighters are getting. And in basketball, they're running up and down. Like, muscles players. Okay, running. but you also can't compare the two sports because the main, the main object in basketball is to put the ball in the basket. It's not to, it's not to take your opponent out. You want to. So a foul, a foul is if you get a, if someone's going up for a layup, you hit their arm instead of the ball. All right, yeah, so that's a foul. The, the object, yeah, but the objective, object, yeah, but injuries can happen if you. How do ACL injuries happen? ACL injuries can happen just you can run and take a sharp turn with no contact and you can tear your ACL. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that in eighty-two games they're on a hard floor. It's like if you train your body well and you have, like, if you train your knees and you're working out. Like you should be as a pro athlete, then these injuries are mostly avoidable. It's not going to be someone tapping someone else on the arm that's getting, I mean, that's yeah. causing a broken leg. Okay, there's been five players the whole year that played every single game. All right, out of there's like 600 players in the NBA playing right now. All right, so let's say so even if 10% of them are taking care of their body, that's still that's still like 60 players right there. All right. And then you only five played all the games in the season. Whoever's taking you, you can spend all the money in the world for like, like LeBron is spending. Okay, he's thirty-seven, but LeBron's spending like so much money on his body, and he's still missed um, like twenty games. Also, he's being a little baby about it, but you know. Oh, I have I have a sore I have a sore ankle. I can't play last five games of the season to help my team make the playoffs. The play-in. Sorry. I think that you're. Telling me exactly why basketball is probably the most overrated sport, um, but that's just me. I mean, right. I know you, Josh and Bonnie, you guys are big uh, soccer fans, but to me, that is my most overrated sport. I just never got into it. I feel like it's just a little slow and a little soft. Well, I think I think that's because you grew up here instead of Europe, because we are Serbia and Germany, right? So yeah, and I can agree with you that if you are forced to watch the MLS, I exactly. mean Major League Soccer, I feel sorry for you. Yeah, and if that's the only soccer that you know, then I can totally understand. Exactly. That. If that if that's that's what you started watching, I can see why that shifted you away from soccer. I would not. <laughs> I, I think at that point, I'd rather watch baseball than soccer. I don't trash on baseball now. <laughs> Come on, that's the fastest sport when the ball comes off the bat. It's the fastest sport from like. Play, yeah, when, when the ball comes off the bat, it's like the fastest to uh, the time that there's it gets back to the pitch. Yeah. Let me tell you that when Francis Ngannou throws a left hook at your face and you get hit with a Francis Ngannou punch, that I think that, that is the fastest sport. Is really. the punch going 102 miles an hour? Uh, probably about that. He hits like – he literally hits like a truck. Hey, I can give you a – tennis probably rivals that. I think tennis does rival that. I think, ten, I think ten, ten, tennis rivals that. If, you got serves you have, that are up at 120 miles oh, an you, hour, so right. Yeah, if you have Isner serving that bad boy, that that thing's going over 100. But let's be honest, tennis is definitely not one of the more interesting sports to watch. It's pretty 
repetitive. All right, let's uh, not talk about tennis because I mean tennis is fun to watch. I don't know about you, but and I mean, I've never been a tennis guy. I just pulled it up, and the world record for the fastest serve is actually 163 miles an hour, hey. 263 who, who, by who? Oh, by Samuel Groth. Um, who's an Australian tennis player. I thought John Isner was going to be up there. He probably is. But, I mean, that's ridiculous. And yeah. then, I mean, you got other faster sports, too. Formula One is up there. That's also Well, but that's car sport. racing. Still, I mean, hey, you want to still a sport. sport. All right, I think, I, think we should, I, think, I think we should shift away from this. Just go. You want to focus more on basketball? I guess well, we can talk more playoffs. about basketball. Even though it is the most overrated sport, we do have the NBA playoffs going on right now. And we've had some somewhat interesting series. Um, I would say that a series doesn't even really start until an away team wins Same a thing. game. So All right, but there's been one series that has really started. So what, you're saying the Dallas-Utah game just started? The series just started? Correct. All right, so... Okay, I want I want to hear you guys' predictions though, because I I made my bracket, but let's just do first round right now. All right, um, you want to start in the east? Yeah, we start in the east. Let's start with the first and eighth seed, Miami, Atlanta. Park, what you got? Well, I don't really follow basketball as closely as you guys, but um, I know the Heat are much better than the Hawks. But I just got this little underdog tingle in uh in my head. Nice. The Hawks are gonna do it. Trey Young, <laughs> oh, Trey yeah. Young carries. How many games do you think? It's one zero already for the Heat. In a blowout game, you think that uh, so you, you think that the Trae Hawks Young did four play games. horribly. That's Thank true. I, Hawks in five, six, seven. <laughs> think we get a good series? I, think, Haw- I, I think, think I think I think Hawks in six. That's what I'm going with. All right. Hawks in six. I got Miami in four. I'm just gonna keep it simple. I don't think I don't think the, the Hawks maybe can scrape one, but I think that's also gonna be hard because Trey Young has to score like forty for them to win that game. But um, I think Trey Young has to play well. Uh, Herder has to play well. That's it's just a lot of pieces up. They have to literally have a perfect game for Miami to lose that because they have so many weapons. You got Tyler here. You got Bam out of bio. You got Jimmy Butler. J- PJ Tucker is playing so well on defense. I think they're just a complete team. I'll make this quick. Um, I think this series goes as many games as the Heat would a lot would like it to. Um. So that'll be probably heat in four or five. This isn't even going to be close. Yeah. Point differential altogether is probably going to be close to plus 100 for the heat. Um, but you know what? We'll go on to our next game. Wanted 2 7. We got the Bucks and the Cavs. You mean you mean the, Celtics, you mean, you mean the Celtics and the Nets? The Celtics I, and the Nets. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what did I say? I don't know. I don't know. But Celtics in the Nets. I this is this has, this is a very interesting series. But we have to see how tonight's game goes. The tomorrow's game goes. Sorry. Um, Celtics got the first one. You have an opinion on the on the last play of the game? I mean, Kevin Durant. What are you doing? This guy. People talk like he's the greatest player. Of this the greatest player. Of that the greatest shooter. Greatest I'll score. give him the greatest shooter. Greatest score. Look, it doesn't matter if you score 150 points a game if you can't defend a layup with two seconds left. I mean, Jason Tatum might have had the easiest lay-in that I have ever seen with less than two seconds left on the clock. That Kevin Durant is being talked about like one of the greatest players ever. I really do think that the Nets need Ben Simmons to, to make a run at this. And I think he will come back. I think He's coming back Monday. 
Monday he they're expecting him Monday. They already he practiced he did some scrimmages with the team. But Ben I, Simmons might be one of the most underrated players in basketball just because of some stuff that happened in Philly and just how the fans kind of hate him. So I think that the Nets will probably win a close one um, against the Celtics in game two. That'll put us at 1-1. <clears throat> I think they split in Brooklyn because Brooklyn's home crowd. I mean, Brooklyn doesn't even have any real fans. Yeah. Um, and then they'll go. I think they'll go to seven. I think that Ben Simmons really makes the Brooklyn Nets a clutch squad and uh, that they pull it out in seven. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm with you. I think I think Brooklyn has to get this one because going going 2-0, if you're 2-0 down, even going to Brooklyn isn't going to be too great. Um, again, because you said the crowd isn't, like, anything special in Brooklyn. Like, if it's New York, we can talk about it because the Knicks just have a way better fan base. But um, I, th- I think Brooklyn in seven because it's just Katie and Kyrie are just on a, di- they're on a different level. Because Katie only had like twenty two points, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't put it, he didn't go to the level that he can. So I, I, I gotta go with the stars. Well, Vani, I'm gonna ask this question. Um, what do you think the just named Defensive Player of the Year, Marcus Smart's impact is gonna be on this series? Oh, huge. Do you think he'll be able to get the Celtics in a position where they can win the series, and really think that they won't? Or do you think the Nets are just way too much for it? Oh no, I think this is a very good matchup. The Celtics are very well win win this series. Um it Marcus Smart is play is playing on Kyrie. But I mean Kyrie's Kyrie, right? He's 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 gonna go up. He's been going off the last month. But um Marcus Smart getting that defensive play of the year, it, it surprised me. I thought Gobert they were surely gonna give it to Gobert. Because I mean, um they were literally Gobert was literally an MVP candidate the first two months, which I don't know why. But um, I th- I think he helped. It helps that Marcus Smart is on that team. It's shown all year. They're a very good defensive team. The only problem is they don't have like um Bruce Brown said in an interview. They don't have um Robert Williams, so they can attack Al Horford. They put that they put that as a meme on the jumbotron, but I think that still hinders the Celtics because you have no interior defense. So you just have to attack the paint. You'll be fine. But yeah, the perimeter defense definitely is good for the Celtics with Marcus Smart. Jalen Brown is a good defender. But still, I got Brooklyn. What you got, Park? Um, well, I'm from Vermont, so I've been in Celtics territory for my whole life. And I'm going to have to go with the Celtics taking this series. And uh, I'm going to say in six. Um, I just think that, I mean, I don't even with the way that Kyrie was playing last night, if he keeps that up, it's not going to be uh, not gonna be a pretty scene. But I think that Marcus Smart is going to be able to lock him down pretty well and keep him pretty quiet for uh, – for the rest of the series. Fair enough. So do you, I mean, the Celtics and the Nets are both big contenders. On FanDuel, um, I see that the Celtics are plus 800 to win the title, um, and the Nets are plus 1,400. Do you see any value in any of those bets? Oh, I mean, everyone's going to look at the Nets. It's too. It's way too high. Um, but the main problem is, are Kyrie and KD going to stay healthy? Is Ben Simmons going to come back? Is he going to help that team? Because I think it's going to take him a few games. So it all it all depends. But I think I, – I don't like the Celtics. The Celtics are plus 180. I don't, I don't know why you would bet that. That's hardly any return. But I think – you could probably go in. Brooklyn, Brooklyn is probably a decent plus, shout. Plus 800. 
Or plus 800? I thought you said plus 180. Plus 800. Plus 800. Um, I still like the Nets over the Celtics in that. My opinion on this, at least personally, Vegas always seems to know something. Like, they always seem to know something. And so if it's looking like Vegas has the team winning, I'm usually going to side with Vegas on that one. Fair enough. All right, let's move to the next one. We got Bucks and Bulls. I mean, I'm just going to keep it simple. Eh, I'm going to say – I'm saying – I said Milwaukee at six, even though I I love I love how the Bulls are playing. They just did some ama- amazing stuff in the offseason. Made their team way better, but I still – Giannis is just so good. I'll but, keep this simple as well. Giannis Antetokounmpo, um, I mean, two words right there. That guy is amazing. Um, there's no understanding. Today's version of Shaq. He's better than Shaq. He's in a few years' time. We might be having a conversation. I think we will be having a conversation whether Giannis is the greatest player ever. And he's getting that jumper. He he's making some free throws. I think he's shooting like seventy three percent of the season. Way better because he was in the sixties. His whole career, he starts shooting some threes. He he's working on that jumper. He's just confident in shooting. I think that's what that's the most important thing. If you're confident in your shot, hey, there's nothing that's gonna stop him. So yeah. I got Bucks and Six. Yeah, same. Same here. I got Bucks and Six as well. Again, I'm not the biggest basketball guy, but uh of course I know what Giannis can do. Everybody yeah, knows. I like that. All right, then we got Philly, Toronto. Philly at five. I mean, Embiid is just uh, Embiid is probably probably gonna win MVP. I want Jokic to get it, but I think I think they're gonna Embiid's gonna get it. Um, I was, I was failing in five. I just I I think they win this series. Later on, they might have a problem because James Harden is not himself. I don't know what I don't know what is wrong with him, but yeah, F- F- Toronto has no chance in this. I agree with you. It's I mean it's it might be Philly in four. Yeah. Um. Damn. I mean, this Toronto team is overrated. Tyrese Maxey has come alive um, and is really a third player for them. If he can keep it up throughout the playoffs, I think they make a deeper run as well. But um, in this series, I mean, it is the same thing as that Miami series. It'll be Philly in however games they would like it to be. Yeah, Park and he. I I mean, I agree with uh, both you guys. I think it's going to be Philly on top. I think they're going to do it in four. Um I mean, I just think they're way too good for this Toronto team. Fair enough. Now we move on to the West. Um, How do you see these games going? We got our our one seed. Um, The Suns are playing the, I don't know why they're even in the playoffs, Pelicans. Um, Playing the night. Quick interjection, Josh. Um, Zion is still out, correct? Yes. Yes. Didn't didn't play all season. Also, yeah, I know. Isn't he he trying to come back, though? No. no, he doesn't want to come back, but the team wanted him to. Yeah, he doesn't he want, Okay, I thought it was the other way, but the team no. wanted him back? Yeah. Yes, there was some, there was some like, scandal with him. It was, like, he, he says he's not ready. The team says he is. It's the same thing, like, with Kawhi and uh, with the Spurs. He doesn't want to be there. It's another Let's just reason be why basketball is soft and overrated. All right. All right, cool. All right, any opinions on the on this? It's Phoenix and Ford. Do we have – I don't think we spend too much time on this. I mean, it might be Phoenix at three if we're really being honest with ourselves. <laughs> yeah, I think Pelicans are gonna have to come out. I mean, well, so we, we may be really wrong if the Pelicans win it today, but I the Suns kept it close last game. It was like it was around ten, it finished around ten. But 
Um, I think I think the Suns take care of this easily. Chris Paul is just playing them playing insane for how old he is. He's like thirty six. My guy's playing like he's twenty. Devin Booker is standard. I mean, Mikael Bridges. This guy's have missed a single game since he came to the NBA. Like, totally agree. Uh, yeah. What you got? Some... I I agree with you, Vanya. I have the Suns. Yeah, Suns at four. Josh, you got yeah, Suns at three. <laughs> All right. What else? Uh, what do we got next? Memphis, Minnesota. This one's interesting. This one is it's just the two two most hot headed teams. Uh, this is a took, dog fight. Minnesota took game one as well, so they are. Taking a, a 1-0 lead into game two. Feeling um, good. Feeling good. I mean, they're playing really good basketball right now. Um, maybe uh, maybe Memphis can get it together. Maybe John Morant um, up for most improved player. Maybe he can find something. But um, I really – I actually do think that the T-Wolves will, will bring this one home um, and that they will win this in six. I I I got I got Memphis in six. Um, I, the thing is, when you look at the Minnesota squad, you got Conley Towns, D'Angelo Russell, Anthony Edwards. It's a very talented team. I don't know how they only a seven seed all year. Like when you look at that team, they're always they were always like very talented team. They just couldn't get it together because I don't know if, I don't know if it's with Conley Towns. What's the problem with him? But I think Memphis gets it because they they they've been they've been really good all year. That has to come into play. Uh, Jaw's gonna keep it. Jaw's gonna do what he does. He scored thirty-two in the last game. Um, Jerry Jackson has to wake up. He he got he got dominated. Steven Adams only had three rebounds in the first game. I don't know what he was doing. He he averages like ten a game. He had three. He played like thirty minutes. But I, I got Memphis in six. Which, what are you saying, Pai? Well, I'm gonna agree with you, Vanya. Um, I am gonna say they're also in six. I think Jaw's gonna. Get a nice rhythm going and continue um, playing to his best that he can, and uh, Memphis will come out on top. All right, then we got our our Denver Nuggets and uh, the Golden State Warriors. It's not looking pretty. It's not, it's not looking good. I mean, it's for the Nuggets. We got what the players are fighting with each other. Jokic ejection at the end. I think he's just done. He he didn't want to. He he didn't want to be there yesterday. There was like it was late in the fourth quarter. He was just like, get me out of here. They were down twenty. Uh, the Warriors just—they're uh, they're just too much when they play. I—I—I I, I think they're like title. They're top three title contenders. I got—I got Warriors in five. I think Denver gets one at home. Probably, probably game three. But that—that's all. That's all it is for me. I think similar to the Suns game, um, Denver. I mean, they will be coming back home on Thursday evening um, in a game that will not be pretty to watch. Um, I think it. I think it's already over. I'm going Golden State in two. Um, this game, this this series is done. Yeah. Hey, the thing is, if Denver, I'm not trying. I don't want to see Denver lose the game three, but game four, those those tickets might be pretty cheap. Hey, <laughs> I'm looking to go to that game, but hopefully Denver. I think Denver should get one because Jokic is not gonna get swept in the first round. I mean, I don't think he's lost in the first round ever. I, I don't don't hold me to that, but yeah, I got I got Golden State in five. Um, Bonnie, not gonna like this, but I think that Jokic is going to get swept in the first round. I just think that the Warriors are a little bit too much to handle for that team right now. Totally agree. Jordan Poole, I mean that guy's playing out of his mind. Clay Thompson's really starting to get himself back. 
Draymond Green is starting. I mean, he's been playing good basketball. He's giving Jokic problems because Jokic is having problems with the with Draymond because Draymond can Draymond's smaller than him, so he can use all his weight. And whenever Jokic tries to push off, Draymond can flop because he's he's like Draymond six seven, Jokic is seven feet. That's that's a big difference right there. So that that that's a the bad matchup for for Jokic. And Steph Curry, I mean that guy. Ball. Yeah, and I mean, next year when so they add LeBron James to that squad, I mean that team may be better than <laughs> KD. Team. All right, let's 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 wait let's wait until the playoffs end and we can talk about that. And in the last series, we got we got Dallas and Utah. I mean, I don't even know if Luca's gonna Luca's gonna come back. Dallas Dallas was able to get that game. Utah was up all game, but um, Jalen Brunson forty one points, boys, that's a star right there. I, uh, I mean, star might be a little bit overrated, Bonnie. Um, I mean, there's a couple players that are really stars. No, I know in the them. NBA. I mean, those players would include Steph, LeBron, KD, Giannis, Giannis, maybe Kyrie. Well, Kyrie's playing. I I think Kyrie's playing like one of the best players in the league right now. But, but all right, let's let's just let's just let's just, let's just let's just come back to the series. Um, I got I got the Jazz in six. It's one one right now, but I think Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, like their bench is so good. Joe Ingles, like I think that team, like Boyan Bogdanovich, like they're they're there. Dallas, I mean, I so John, Joe Ingles. Dallas, sorry, sorry, Joe Ingles. I don't think he's even on that team anymore. But let me let me not. But um, Bogdanovich is there. He's he's like a twenty point per game scorer. But what were you gonna say? And cut you off. Um, I mean, I'm a little bit of a Dallas homer. Um, my first games were were in Dallas, but I think that they are really really finding themselves right now. Um, look at the Don. He will be coming back soon. I think he's one of the few players in the league that really wants to play for his team. Um, him, Nikola. Uh, those are the very few players. Um, and so I think that Luca comes back in game three. Um, he'll make a difference, maybe limited minutes, but he will just his presence out there will um, make a big difference for them. And I think the Mavs win this in six. I think the Mavs win this in six. Interesting. Park? I have the, uh, I have the Mavs winning this. I'm going to take them in six. Um, I just think when Luca comes back, either game three or four, um, it's just gonna that series is gonna be over. Then Lucas, I think it's just that big of a difference maker. Um, we move on from basketball for a little bit. We got some big news coming out of the golf and NFL world. Uh, at Capital One match. I'm excited for it. Josh, Vanya, what do you guys think about this? Hey, um, two, four some four of the best QBs going at it. I'm I'm not I'm not uh I don't mind that. What are the, what are the teams looking like for that? It's gonna be Mahomes and Allen versus Brady and Rodgers. I mean, oh man, the old heads versus the new guys. Okay. Here's the thing: I would say that these aren't even for the best quarterbacks. I mean, they're not even two of these guys aren't even in the top ten of quarterbacks in the NFL. So. <laughs> Excuse me? Can you please just give us your top 10 quarterbacks? Can, can you, no, no, no. We move on? Can you repeat that real quick? I, we'll, we'll get on the baseball. It's just... I, I said it. I said it. They are not. Two of those Who? players are not top 10 quarterbacks in the league. 
Who you're looking at Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, and Aaron Rodgers. So give Those me are for the top if five you, quarterbacks. If you, give, if you can give me one. Russell Wilson. No, God, who no. do you no? Okay. What? Russell okay, okay. Wilson. Hold on. Give me your top ten. Give me your top ten. Okay, look. Top ten quarterbacks in no particular order. Yo, all right. I will say Matt Stafford's in there. Russell I'd... Wilson. Yep. Joe Burrow. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I would say Nothing. Joe Burrow is a top. Joe player. Burrow is. Joe, Joe Burrow carried that team. Joe Burrow is. Okay, thank you. Tom Brady. Sure, four. Aaron Rodgers. Sure. Russell Wilson. You said Russell Wilson already. Oh, I said, no, I didn't. Yeah, you did. You did. I said, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford, Joe Burrow, Russell Wilson. Is there like you go, that's five. Yep. Yep. And then I got... Kyler Murray, hear me out. Kyler Murray has made the Arizona Cardinals a relevant team again. He's really brought that team up. Give me that one. I love me some Kyler Murray. Okay. Dak Prescott. Um, you put, yes. So that's your seven. <laughs> you put Dak Prescott, you put Dak Prescott on that Chiefs team, I think, or the Bills team. I think that he's carrying that team further. I think if you put Dak Prescott on the Chiefs or the Bills, he has a losing season. Nah, that, that, that's too much. What? Oh, no, if you put him on this I Chiefs team... I think Dak is extremely overrated. No, Dak, Dak on last year's Chiefs team, I think I think you similar results. You get similar results. Um, next year, I don't know how the Chiefs are going to work. That's, but hold on, that, that was your seventh. That yeah, was your that was seventh. My seventh. Lamar Jackson. Cool. MVP. Cool. First, two more spots. Uh, yeah. Lamar. Look, Lamar Jackson is a great quarterback. Then we got Matt Ryan. He was really oh, good. Good lord. <laughs> yes. Oh, good lord. Look, y'all need to hear me out. Matt Ryan is one of the best. I think he's one of the top five quarterbacks in the league right now. Matt Ryan has been he just strangled by a terrible um, Atlanta Falcons just offense, staff, general manager, head coach. That guy is I mean I really do all right so before we lose all common sense give yeah, give us your last give me your last one give us your last one before we lose any appreciation of your opinion all right I'll give you that they are def they're top ten but not top nine I'll say Josh Allen is number ten and you say Mahomes is out of the top ten quarterbacks in the NFL. Patrick Mahomes is out of the top ten quarterbacks. I would. You I would, are sounding like Skip Bayless right now. <laughs> I would. I would say. I would say. Um, all four of those guys, they're in the top five. One. Those are all top five, and I would put top the, five yep, quarterbacks. Yes. All those Have guys. you ever heard of a guy named Matt Stafford? Yes, okay. but I wouldn't say Matthew Stafford is. Give I would me say top five. Then. My top, top five. five. Oh, I, I put these guys, and I'm putting Lamar in there. My top five are Mahomes. Okay. In Rogers. orders? In yep. order. Okay. Mahomes, Rogers, Brady, Allen. And then at five, am I going to put – I think I am going to put Matthew Stafford there at five. Oh, that's tough. I would I would put Matthew at like seven. I'd go I'd go Burrow and Lamar over him. Oh, I did forget about Burrow. I think I think Burrow – I think I would still – I still like Lamar over Burrow just because Lamar can do so many, so many different things. Uh, if he if he's, he just has to stay healthy, he, uh, you 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 could see how good he is because the the Ravens I don't think they won one game. Um, the Ravens won one game when he was injured, so they were like eight and three. They didn't make the playoffs. They had like a ninety, they had like an 80, 80 plus percent chance to make the playoffs. 
Oh, uh, before he got injured. But yeah, I I don't know what your list is, but you want to you want to go back to the actual golfing part of it. I think I just think look, I'll finish this off. I think that Patrick Mahomes is really taking that team. He's tearing that team down um, with his playing <laughs> abilities. I mean, he single handedly threw the Chiefs' playoff hopes away, um, and this year without even any players, um, I think he'll be in the bottom. I mean, I think he'll be the bottom of the AFC. West, and I think that he'll be in the bottom third of the AFC. All right, so Let, guys, before before we go before we uh, go to baseball, I just want to say this real quick. Um, what he said about the about the predictions. Sorry, not baseball. I meant golf. All right, sorry, but the predictions on uh, all the divisions we we will have next week. All right, so we can hear what you what you put if you have if you actually have the Chiefs last because I don't know if that's gonna work. All right. So I don't think you I don't think you uh, talk about football anymore. I think I think you're done. All right. So Park, you want to take over? Um. Yeah, I'm gonna say something really quickly. Said so you don't know who's on the Chiefs. We. I mean, there's still Juju and Kelsey. They're like and Juju Smith Schuster. Do you not know what he did his rookie year? Yeah. I can tell you what he'll be doing this season. Okay. Making Hold TikToks. On. He actually on. said he stopped making TikToks. Listen, I agree. I don't believe that. Real quick, what did he do since his rookie year? Well, see, the problem was his or the problem is once AB left, right? And he became the number one wide receiver, and all the focus was on him. You have Travis Kelsey on this Chiefs team, who's going to be receiver. taking those. Du- it he's doesn't matter. He's the number one target on the Chiefs. All right, also, you guys should know Park is a Chiefs fan, so he's going to be very uh, protective of them. The me and me and Josh are Broncos fans, but I'm still not delusional about my picks. Um, Saying Russell Wilson's better than all these guys. Let's. Joe must have forgot that Russell Wilson is consistently in MVP talks. But first, then he loses in the half the first, second half. First of the eight weeks, first eight weeks, top three quarterback of all time. I'll give you that. But so last, half. last, last eight nine weeks. Oh yeah. boy, because he gets injured and what? I mean, that's part of being a good quarterback. You can't get injured. Russell Wilson missed his first games of his career last last year. That's the only time he's yeah. That was his first. He hasn't missed a game in his career since I last year. You may be right. Yeah, it is. It is. That was his first time missing games. First time. He hasn't missed. No, 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 no. You, you guys can both check that. He that was his first time missing games. That was his first season um, in the NFL. While we're fact checking this, I am just going to quickly bring it back to our Capital One match. Um, I just want to ask the guys who they think are going to win. Josh, so this match between Mahomes and Allen versus Brady and Rogers, who do you think is going to take home that title? I think that the number two quarterback of all time um, will win it with the. Greatest weed head of all time, quarterback of all time. Um, which one are you talking about? Is which? Tom Brady is the number two quarterback. I'm just going to ask you quickly who is the number one quarterback of all time? Peyton Manning. Like, <laughs> you guys are laughing. You yes. Guys are laughing. Yes. Peyton Manning, baby. Peyton most, Manning. most MVPs. Five of them. Five of them. Five. Peyton, actually, didn't Aaron just hit his fourth? He got his fourth. Peyton Manning is one of the. I mean, he's. You're going to agree with me that he's in the top, I mean, top three. Oh, I love Peyton Manning. Don't get me wrong, but it's Tom Brady. Come on. Tom Brady's not even that good. He knows how to control a game, but that's about it. How many Super Bowls does he have? Uh, his team's carrying. 
How knows, many like, how many franchise knows, Super Bowls he knows, do other teams have? Less than Tom Brady has. He knows how to he knows how to game manage. That's, that's what I'll give a him. sign of a great quarterback. He has more he Super can't. Bowl rings than any franchise does. But he's not a talented quarterback. There's a difference. He's not yeah. fast, but I'd say he's talented. And yeah. he doesn't have good arm strength. Have you seen his throws to Randy Moss like young Tom Brady? Have you seen um, his throws right now? He can't get the ball. My man is 44. Yeah, he is 44. <laughs> uh, all right, hold on. Go back to golf, please. You guys keep going off okay. I said. He said so Rodgers Rod- and Brady. I, I'll agree with you. Rodgers and Brady. Holmes talks like Kermit, and Kermit is not good at golf. <laughs> and so that is my logic for them not winning. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you on that. I, I don't. I, I think um, Aaron Rodgers and uh, Tom Brady get this one. I don't even know if Josh Allen knows how to play golf. I know Patrick Mahomes does. Oh, Patrick Mahomes um, can hit a yeah. I don't know. I've never seen I've never seen a clip of Josh Allen hitting a golf ball. But Park as much no as more. I as much as I love the young guys, I do think Brady and Rodgers are gonna uh, bring this one home. I mean, if you've ever seen anything about Tom Brady playing golf, he. I mean, he played last Capital match. It was what him and um, was it him and Mickelson against? Yeah, I know it was something. Peyton. I just can't remember. I, I forget who it was, but Brady looked. I mean, he looked good. Um, not a pro do- golfer, definitely not. Um, but he held his own. He held his own. He did well, so I think yeah. it's going to be the Rogers Brady team. It's going to bring it home. Um, do we want to shift this back to our AFC West talk and um, free agency? All that stuff. I say, I say we uh, let's talk about a little bit about free agency. We can move to the draft. Um, so there's a lot. There's been there's been a lot of moves. Um, we, we I don't think we'll have time to cover them all. But uh, what what's like the what's like the main the, the biggest move the biggest move of off season for each of you guys? So. First off, I'm gonna put this off. Uh, Josh Russell Wilson. That was his first games um, being missed. Um, was this past season, but Respect. biggest move in the off season. I have three of them: Tyreek, Devontae, and Russell, all out of the. Uh, if you can pick West. one, though, if you can, can pick, pick one, one, the one, the the biggest, the biggest impact move. The biggest impact, oh, Russell Wilson. I mean, come on, that they he brought the Broncos to be playoff contenders. Without him, they're not contenders. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. We needed a quarterback all year. Um, have to watch Teddy Two Gloves, who, God bless him, God's a legend. God's a legend. All right, uh, but also Drew Lock is out of there. I'm happy about that. Uh, let's just let's just get that out <laughs> the way. Didn't lose Noah Fant. Didn't lose Noah Fant, Fant but and I, Harris. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know Noah Fant. And two first round draft picks. And two second <laughs> round draft picks. Hey, but you're yeah. trying to win. You're trying to win. So you, you're showing that you want to win now. You have you have the team for it. It's it's a really it's a the toughest division. I think this is like the toughest division we've ever had in football. Oh yeah, this um, division is insane. It's, it's nuts. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I th- I think I gotta agree with you, Park. I think Russell Wilson is probably the biggest move. Um, I think Devonta Adams is a close second. What? I think Devonta Adams to the Raiders is a close second right there because the Raiders, the any one of those team, any one of those four teams in the AFC West can uh can win win the whole thing. So look, I mean, I don't know what free agency you guys have been watching, but um. You guys have missed some big moves. I mean, Daniel Sorensen. <laughs> All right, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. so happy that man's gone. I'm going to put that out. I mean, I loved him uh, the first couple of years, but got me a little frustrated like, last year. So I'm kidding about Dirty Dan. Definitely not one of the biggest uh, free agency <laughs> signings or moves this offseason. Um, but 
Deshaun Watson. Um, oh. Yes, did skip over him. We on did. Much of we the did. We did. There's I mean, so many you forget about. And like Von Miller's on uh, the Bills. The Bills, Bills, man. Khalil Mack is on the Chargers. I forgot about that. Guys, well. what like, are we? Oh, and man, J.C. Jackson is on the Chargers now as well. Do we know where? Um, wasn't wasn't the Honey Badger gonna go to the Eagles? Did he say anything um, yet? He hasn't signed yet. That was the rumor that he was gonna go to the Eagles. Right. We're still waiting for but, him. Hey, Deshaun Watson. I mean, what is it? Two hundred. Twenty-four million. At all the guaranteed. Totally guaranteed. Um, the guy might not even play next year. He might not guy, even play. Uh, they actually said that it's looking good that he will play next year. We don't need to discuss the off-field stuff, uh, the details of that. But as it's... long as he just stays out of um, the parlors, he'll be okay. Yeah, we we know how good he is. Like... We know how good he is, but that off the off the field stuff is really disturbing. Um, I mean, if he does play this year, then. That will be a big move, but uh, especially because he's got he's got weapons on there. Yeah, we forgot about Amari Cooper's on that team. Jarvis Landry might come back. We don't know about that. You still got Nick Chubb. Is Kareem Hunt still on that team? Yeah. Those guys that this their offensive line is still stacked. Um, he can he can sit in that pocket as long as he wants. He'll have a bunch of time. It's just a, it's just if, if he he's if he plays and how well he plays because he hasn't played organized football in two years. So we just gotta wait and see for that. But I mean, that's definitely my my second. Um, number one has got to be Russell Wilson. That is by far the biggest move um this offseason, and it might be the biggest offseason move ever. I don't know. I'd actually have to say that a different Broncos move was the biggest Peyton Manning. move. Peyton yeah. Manning. I think that was yeah. a big one, but I mean, the stakes are just that much higher right now. Um, I mean, with the quarterbacks before. Peyton Manning, I mean, Tim Tebow led the Broncos <laughs> to uh, hey, over you the Steelers. Rest in peace to Marius Thomas. I mean, we've gone through so many abysmal quarterbacks. We went through Trevor Seaman. Um, <laughs> um, Brock I mean, Osweiler. Brock, not Weiler. Um, I mean, Case Keenum was there. Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. He's on the Jets now. Drew Locke, man. Drew Locke. Drew Locke Drew Locke, I more than enough chances. Teddy Two Gloves. I mean, Brett Ripon. Kendall Hinton played a game for the Broncos. Exactly. I think, and you haven't made the playoffs since the Super Bowl win. You have to make something. You have to. You have to make some moves. And I think this is this is the right one. You obviously probably would, Rogers was your number one move, even though even though they say, "Oh, we wanted Russell Wilson all along." We you wanted you wanted Rogers. That that was that was the main guy you wanted, but Russell Wilson. I, that that's a very good that's a very good move and uh and the biggest I think I I think that gives you the chance to to make some to make some noise I mean, in the playoffs. This whole um division could make the playoffs. Oh, uh, absolutely. I but think I there's think, a very good chance to do it. I don't think so. I think I think the Raiders are going to choke that. But um no, I think it's the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are just not good enough to They've lost too many pieces. Tyreek Hill is really I agree with a big piece. Um, Patrick Mahomes is the most overrated player in the sport. Right the defense, now. the defense I'd took a big to, hit. I'd have to say with everybody saying Mahomes is the most overrated that you can't really call him overrated because he's where everybody thinks he is. Okay, but let me let me let me talk about this. It, it took a lot of. It, it, it oh, I, a, I think he's the number one quarterback. I think he definitely has the talent to be the number one quarterback. I think he is the number one quarterback. I think he yeah, might but, have the talent to be the number one quarterback, but he's. So severely overrated that he can't be. 
did he not bring the Chiefs to the AFC Championship last year? Two years ago was a Super Bowl. The year before that was a Super Bowl. Yeah. And the year before that, he won the MVP. Can we talk about what Super Bowl money? Yeah. Oh, Travis no. He brought him to the Super Bowl. You have Travis Kelsey. You have Tyreek Hill. You had Byron Pringle, man. You had Pringle Lee. came in last year. Byron Pringle, I love that, yeah, man. I did love that, him. that, that guy. Big loss. You had, um, you have a great defense. You had solid. No, we did not have a great defense. We had a solid defense. Better defense. Better, than, better, the, better, better defense than you're gonna have next year. Better defense than you're coming. You're gonna have coming exactly. into. You lost. Yeah. You lost your safety. You lost your corner. Yeah. Um. You took some big hits. So that that offense is gonna have to completely change. I think because it is long. Nicole is kind of like a Tyreek Hill, but he, he's not nearly as good. He, he isn't um, as like. Quick with his moves. Yeah, and Juju is your number one receiver, so you have to kind of you you have to you have to shift your you have Chiefs. to shift your defense you have to shift your offense a little. It's gonna take it's gonna take a few. I, I'd say three or four games. It's gonna take so an adjusting. The uh, Chiefs have back to back first round picks right now, right? Because of that Tyree trade, I think the Chiefs are gonna go after a receiver and trade one or both of those picks to either go after Debo or McLaurin. They're one of those big names. That hey, I saw. I that. saw today. They have four of the. I think it was four of the top sixty-four picks. So the draft is going to be where where you pick it because you're already you're already a really good team. I think they're going to trade away one of those pick or a couple of those picks for. I think you have to. I think they should trade away both those picks because this team needs so much help everywhere except for the quarterback position. Um, I mean, offensive reason, line. You're looking at a top probably five to ten offensive line in the NFL. Number one tight end. By far in the NFL, um, number one quarterback, and I still number two tight end is number two tight end. Mark Andrews. No, number two tight end on the Chiefs. So you need two tight ends. Yeah, I know we have um, Blake Bell. Not good. Number two. Nah, Travis Kelsey's gonna be fine. Yeah. Um, all right. I mean, who's the number two tight end on the uh, Niners? I say Kittle's number two tight end in the NFL. I'd say Mark Andrews is. He had such a good year. He had such a good year. I got a, He was on my fantasy team. He brought me into the playoffs. Oh, yeah. No, never mind. Darren Waller is number two for me. But you don't really need a, like, a second tight end is not vital to your offense. Who's the Raiders' second tight end? I can tell you. Who are the Broncos' starting tight end? Let me tell you, this guy. Alex, Alex, baby. Alex Oakwagonum. Alex O. <laughs> this dude is a beast. Breakout year. Breakout, Breakout year. He's... year this year. Yeah. I'd say offensive Ever player of the year next year. Offensive player of the year. Albert is his name, by the way. Yeah. Oh, Albert Oakwagonum. Albert O, as they call him on CBS. Um, this guy, I think he'll he'll make big strides. And you wanted to talk about the uh, the 49ers. Offense, I think Ross Dwelly, um, <laughs> tight end two for the 49ers, is, he is a really good player. He showed some some strong promise, and I think that he'll make strides for that team as well on this year. Um, before we end this episode, I heard that you guys have, or I heard you guys talking about this soccer match that happened today, and I don't really understand what was going on, but you guys definitely have a better grasp of that. Could you please explain that to me? Well, today was a game between uh, number two in the Premier League, um, Liverpool FC, and number five in the, the Premier League, Manchester United. Manchester United are 
quite possibly the most abysmal team for how they should be playing um, in European soccer right now. I mean, rest in peace, Cristiano Ronaldo's um, son. Sadly, Ronaldo was not even not able to play today um, due to the loss of, of his child yesterday. One of his twins passed away. Um, so may he rest in peace. But that's still just Harry Maguire. That whole defense for Manchester United is so bad. Liverpool really playing on the top of top of their their game right now. Um, First in the Premier League with that win, I think. Top of the Premier League, they'll have to see what Manchester City do. I mean, a four-zero thumping of their crosstown rivals. I mean, it, it was just with really with Manchester United playing a five in the back. Um, <laughs> that that defense. I don't know. This starts from the defense. I feel bad for uh, David De Gea is the best player on that team this year. I know Ronaldo's been. Score. I think he has like as many goals as games, but I think they that David De Gea is helping that team so much. Um, starts from Maguire. I don't know what to say. Lindelof, shocking. Uh, Phil Jones had to play today. Uh, I don't know what was that. Um, Veron just has to stay a little, he has to stay healthy. He's played, I don't think he's uh, combined like three games in a row. I don't think he's played three games in a row all season. Is Ralph Ragnick at the wheel? Hey man, we got hey, Ten Hag is coming in. I don't think it's gonna make that much of a difference. But Man United you know, just just looked so bad. They try to play those like long balls over the top. Rashford, I don't know, I don't know what's going on with him. He his touch looks like my grandmother's touch. <laughs> um, it's really bad. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. Did they I think they fell down to sixth place Conference because of goal difference for Manchester United this season. They're, they still, I th- I think probably. Um, I don't like it, but. I don't the Champions League. You shouldn't even talk about this. Talk about uh chance to make it to the Champions League. I think Tottenham's three games, three points ahead with a uh, game in hand, and Arsenal's tied with two games in hand. Uh, but it's Arsenal and Tottenham, so they can choke any day. Um, but I think any of those, any of those three, uh, just, just I don't know what to say, man. Um, yeah. So I mean, Tottenham have thirty-two games played. Um. And 57 points. Arsenal have 31 played and 54 points. Manchester United have 33 games yep. played and 54 points. Um, and then West Ham, 33 games played, 52 points. Wolves, 32 games played, 49 points. And there's a considerable drop-off to Leicester City. Um, yeah, I think I think it probably stays as is. Uh, Tottenham's going to pull through fourth. So I, th- I think... When was I, the last time Tottenham pulled through? I don't know, but okay. But you think Arsenal or Man United are gonna get ahead of them? They're bigger chokers. That's what I'm saying. I'm looking at the teams. Are, I think I think West Ham probably has a better chance of making the top four than any of those three teams right now, even though they're so far behind. Like, but I I think it, I th- let's let's go on the positives though. Um, Liverpool, Man City. Who's winning the Premier League? I mean, you look at the final few games played or that need to be played. Um, Manchester City have a game against Wolves. They have a game against Brighton, Watford. Um, then they have a very tough uh, semifinal Champions League leg against Real Madrid. While that's not a Premier League game, I think it makes it tougher. They have Leeds. Um, they have Newcastle, who have been playing decent soccer. And uh, West Ham and Villa um, with that second leg on May 4th. I think that... They definitely have the easier um, final few games. However, 
Liverpool are just playing much better footy at the moment, and they only have to play against Villarreal, who aren't aren't a great squad. Um, but I mean, Everton, Newcastle, Tottenham, um, Aston Villa. They have an FA Cup final against Chelsea, um, Southampton, Wolves. Tough games. And so they've got some tougher games to play. But I do think that Liverpool will end up winning the Premier League. Yeah, I agree. I think Liverpool are looking like such a great team. Um, I, I honestly think they're the best team in the world right now, hands down. I think they're looking like the best team. Um, just, just how they're playing. They, their team is so stacked. That, that uh, Salah is like a top five player in the world. Um, that defense is organized. They know they know what they're doing. They do it every single week. No team is gonna stop them. Like, I I think they're just too good. I agree. Well, folks, we'll see you. Um, we'll be recording again this week, and we look forward to seeing you guys again. For myself, for Park, and for Vanya, uh, this is the JVR show, and we'll see you soon.